Is God in control? Do you really believe it? If your answer was yes, do you really believe that God is in control? Well, if you are not sure, I hope that today's devotion really will encourage you. And if you um, fall into doubt sometimes, hopefully this will pull you out of despair and doubt. God is in control. The Bible tells us that he is. And because he's in control, we don't have to worry and we don't have to be in fear all the time. It doesn't mean bad times won't fall upon us, but we always have hope because God says that he knows the future and he is orchestrating the present and that he is in control and working out his plan. Today we're going to be in Daniel chapter 2 verses 36 through 45. I'm Dr. Andrew Marquez and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here's your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. And today we are just going to finish out that really interesting passage of the dream of Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 2 and how that uh, dream really is bringing to bear God's control over the events that are taking place. And so without saying too much more, let's get into the text and then we'll talk about it in more detail. But beginning at verse 36 of Daniel chapter 2, it says, This is the dream. Now we will tell the interpretation of it before the king. You, O king, are a king of kings, for the God of heaven has given you a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wherever the children of men dwell, or the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, he has given them into your hand and has made you ruler over them all. You are this head of gold. But... After you shall arise another kingdom inferior to yours, then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything. And like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all others. Whereas you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, yet the strength of the iron shall be in it. Just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay, and as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. You saw iron mixed with ceramic clay. They will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another just as iron does not mix with clay. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountains without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Wow. Does this dream come as good news or bad news to Nebuchadnezzar? What does it all mean? It means that God is in control. Uh, you know, we looked at the importance of being in front of God's word and listening for the revelation that comes from God. John Wesley said, The Bible is a window in this prison world through which we may look into eternity. And so we have to put ourselves before the revelation of God. But more so than that, we also have to be ready for God to interpret his word to us, to make it bear meaning for us in our present context. And we need good Bible teachers and preachers who are going to take the time to work through the scripture and help us understand what it means and what we must do as a result of hearing God's word. John Bunyan said, I was never out of my Bible. 
This, of course, is when he's in prison and uh, drafts that wonderful work known as the Pilgrim's Progress. But we are looking at this incredible structure of four emperor, empires that are coming. We have Babylon, which will be followed, and we know it, it was followed by the Medo-Persian Empire, followed by the Greek Empire, and followed ultimately by the Roman Empire. And that's how I understand this statue, that we have this great image of empire upon empire and these powerful empires that uh, build this legacy of humankind. But at the end of the dream, there is a stone that comes out of the mountains, uh, not cut by hands, and that stone comes and crushes the feet of this statue, bringing the whole thing to dust. And then it becomes this great and marvelous kingdom. God's kingdom will come, right? I look to the mountains where my help comes from, where my help comes from, that God is symbolized in that, and that something uh, coming from what symbolizes God establishes God's kingdom, a rock not cut by hands. What could that mean? What could that be? Later on, Daniel will refer to the Son of Man coming on the clouds. I believe that that is who we're seeing. And of course, the New Testament tells us that's Jesus who's going to come. He's not created. He's established. He comes right out of the mountain. He's eternally begotten of the Father is how we understand him in theology. And he will come to crush the kingdoms of men and establish his eternal kingdom. This day is coming. And so in the midst of a time where Daniel is a slave boy, of a conquered nation, this dream is as much for him as it is for Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar may think he's all-powerful and in control, but he's really only granted power by God. And Daniel knows that even as Jerusalem burns and his hometown is destroyed and the temple is destroyed, that God is still in control and God is shaping the empire that he is now subject to. And he's brought Daniel into the court to influence the king. And he's brought a message to the king to remind him of the humility that God requires. God is in control. If you feel like the world around us is spiraling out of control, don't worry. You don't know what God is already doing behind the scenes and what God has allowed to occur in order to establish his greater plan. And so we are going to serve God as he calls us to serve and allow him the freedom that he is due to shape the world and to bring his plans to fruition. I hope that will give you uh, encouragement. God knows exactly what you're going through today. And if you're depressed or down, just remember that there is a day that Jesus is coming on the clouds, that this rock will come to destroy what men have set up as wonderful and establish what God has created to be. That new heaven and the new earth where there will not be a tear because God will wipe everyone from your eyes. I hope that blesses you today. I hope you are encouraged. Take care.